Welcome to OCBC Insights, where we discuss the latest economic trends and developments. I'm Hong Wei, Credit Research Analyst from OCBC Bank. At OCBC Credit Research, we have been covering a number of SGD-denominated or Sing Dollar bonds. So a few experienced bond investors have asked me, given that the world of Asian bonds denominated in US dollars is so much bigger, far far bigger, why should investors even pay attention to bonds denominated in Sing dollars? For me, there are a few good reasons, and I'll talk about three USPs, or three unique selling propositions of Sing dollar bonds. The first is that Sing dollar bonds naturally cater better for certain investors. The second is that certain bond investors are uniquely Singapore. The third is that Sing dollar bonds are more stable. Now, I think Sing dollar bonds naturally cater better for local investors. If your income and expenses are in Sing dollars, it is easier to invest in bonds which are Sing dollar denominated, and probably better so that there isn't foreign exchange risk. Another reason local investors prefer Sing dollar bonds is due to name familiarity. For example, if I talk about DBS, Capital Land, FNN, these are names which are probably more familiar to you if you are a local investor. As compared to say Chinese ones such as CCB which is the China Construction Bank. Uh, for example, there are developers such as China Banker or even Meng New Dairy. To be sure, in finance we call these home buyers, so staying in Singapore only may not achieve sufficient diversification. But such a disadvantage to the local investor is actually an advantage to the global investor. Now, a number of bonds are uniquely Singapore. So you think for example HDB, LTA and PUB. These issuers plenty lots and these issuers issue plenty of Sing dollar bonds, but just not in US dollars. Other issuers which are more unique to the Sing uh, Singapore market include Singapore Airlines, Maple Tree Investments, Fraser's Property, City Developments, Shangri-La, Goko Land, Ascenders, Reed, Ara, Suntec. I mean, the list goes on and on. So there are at least 94 bonds significant issuers which are unique to Singapore. And these uh, bond issuers, they do not go to the US dollar Asia market. Quite a number of these uh, names which I uh, mentioned and also the ones which I didn't mention are actually of decent quality. And so I think they can actually provide diversification and benefits to investors. Another reason for going to SING is that the stability is a key feature of the market. During the heights of the sell-off earlier this year, we have not seen a major collapse in prices in the SING dollar bond market. On average, SING dollar bonds fell by roughly 3.6% since early 2020, with the slightly more risky uh, neutral fight issue profile names that we cover falling by a larger 5%. Comparatively, if you look at the junk bonds in US dollar, they took significantly larger hits. So for example, the Credit Suisse Asian double B bucket, it fell by up to 15% at one point in time, while the single B bucket fell by up to 25%. I think Sing dollar bonds corrected less because we probably have stronger hands in the Sing dollar market. With Singapore being a wealth management hub, a substantial number of investors likely stay invested and hold till bonds maturity, and so these investors may have ignored price gyrations. 
However, of course, it is not a balanced story if I tell you everything good and nothing bad about Swing Dollar Market. One perverse reason that contributed to the stability of the Singapore dollar bond market is actually illiquidity. Because willing sellers may not be able to find willing buyers during a downturn, the prices uh, which uh, have corrected a bit uh, definitely will have corrected less. It would take time for sellers to match buyers, which probably contributed to delays in movement in prices relative to US dollar bonds in Asia. So, a large number of bonds in Sing dollar are also unrated. This is unlike the US dollar bonds in Asia, which are mostly rated. There are 75 significant issuers which are unrated with around 40 billion Sing dollar in issuances in the Sing dollar market. So the unrated issuers include prominent names such as Capital Land, Capital, Singapore Airlines, Fraser's Property, Samco Industries, Suntech. I mean the list goes on again. So for OCBC Credit Research, we believe we help to fill a big part of the gap in the unrated space by providing research coverage on nearly half of the total unrated outstanding issuance. In terms of yields, we are talking about total yields here, we think that Sing dollar and US dollar bonds in Asia trade roughly in line, especially for the higher grades and better quality issuers that we rate such as the positive 2 and neutral 3 issuer profile names. However, if you go down the credit curve to hunt for yield from somewhat more risky issuers, for example, amongst uh, issuers that we rate at neutral 5 issuer profile, it would be tempting to conclude that US dollar bonds in Asia offer a higher yield relative to Sing dollar peers. For example, the average neutral 5 issuer profile issuer is offering roughly 3.5% in yield, and the neutral 5 issuer profile names they cover includes OUE and Fraser's property. Meanwhile, uh, if you think about double B rated names in the US dollar space, they are yielding around 6%, which is you know much higher. However, this does not necessarily imply that investors of higher yielding sing dollar papers are poorly compensated. Touchwood, I believe that most, if not all names that we rate in the neutral 5 issue profile bucket do not face elevated risk of default. Given the positives and negatives which I have discussed, so ultimately, why advocate for investors to put their money in Sing dollar bonds? For me, I believe that Sing dollar will benefit from SGD, the Sing dollar, being a good store of value and a safe haven. The Singapore dollar itself has appreciated against the US dollar over the past 20 years. And I think what's more interesting is that during this very low interest rate point in time, the Sing dollar is still giving positive yields, which I guess is still half decent as compared to negative yields in many parts of the world. During the heights of the COVID-19 outbreak, Singapore also saw a record rise in local bank deposits. What makes me proud about Singapore? and possibly investor confidence in Singapore, is that Singapore has the highest credit rating in the world, with significant reserves which can be used to defend the currency, and not to mention support for COVID-19 budgets close to 100 billion. To conclude, I think having a Sing dollar which I think is strong uh, will bode well for the Sing dollar denominated bonds. And that comes to the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening. Do stay safe. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. 
Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.